the Glenn Beck program. Triple eight seven two seven. B E C K. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn this week. Uh, we will share what's going on uh, in just a minute. A statement from Glenn. Some things that he, I guess, uh, posted online. Uh, and share that with you coming up here in about sixty seconds. The Glenn Beck program. You hear me talk about my love for my pillow products all the time, how they've changed my sleep for the better, and they really have. The pillows are amazing, the Giza sheets, the towels, the mattress toppers, all of it. My pillow sells great products at great prices. Well, they've done it again. I just got a pair of their slippers, my slippers. They're really, really great. They have three-tier cushioning system, two layers of MyPillow foam, a layer of impact gel to prevent fatigue and offer all-day comfort. They can be worn inside, outside, made with high-quality leather, and they're 40% off right now. They're my slippers. 40% off. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, and use the promo code BECK and receive this incredible offer. The slippers come with a one-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. It's MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. Call 1-800-966-3117. Promo code BECK. MyPillow.com. Triple eight seven twenty seven B E C K is the phone number. It's Pat and Stu in for Glenn today. Uh, I was just going on Instagram to post some dumb update about a soda straw, and uh, I realized that Glenn had just posted something. And we've been talking about this a little bit this week. It's been a very strange week around here. I will say on Monday's show, about ninety seconds before we came on the air to talk to you. Uh, Glenn, who has been at home doing the show because he's had a back issue the last couple of weeks and about 90 seconds before we came on the air, uh, you know, something happened. We, we, you know, it was, I will say we were, I was talking in the middle of talking about like the Georgia bill right before we went on the air and uh, there was some commotion in the house uh, and Glenn basically ran off screen and he, and then the next word I got was he was not going to be in it all this week. And it was, you know, really scary. Frankly, it was mm-hmm. actually really scary. Uh, we later uh, found out what had happened. And Glenn had, has just uh, posted this on Instagram uh, that his uh, his wife's uh, brother uh, passed away unexpectedly. Uh, kind of, uh, uh, in a, in a, you know, it was not something that they were expected to happen. And it was uh, very, very shocking. And... Um, He's just posted about that. He he plans on being back on Monday, and uh, you know I just I I can't express to you how much I know it means to him that everyone is helping um, helping him and his family get through this with their prayers and all the people that have uh, reached out uh, to help them in in a really difficult time. Uh, so. Thank you so much for doing that. I know we've been able to depend on this audience for sanity for such a long time. It's been such such a luxury that I, I don't think most people are able to have. And we've seen this happen to us over and over again in our tough times that the audience has always rallied around. And we do I sincerely really appreciate it. I know Glenn really appreciates it. Uh, you can read uh, his post up on his Instagram page. Uh, obviously Glenn Beck is the thing you'd search for and you can you can check it out there but 
you know, real, real tragedy. And, and I'm sure he'll give you more on it as we go into next week. And he returns on Monday to the program uh, to go through all the craziness that is going on in the rest of the world uh, today. And there's plenty of it. Plenty of it. Yeah. Uh, some of it coming uh, directly from the administration, actually. Um, during an interview last week <clears throat> with NPR, transgender uh, Rachel Levine, who is the deputy, deputy secretary assistant, of uh, secretary assistant of secretary of, health, yeah. of mm-hmm. uh, health and human services uh, and transgendered, obviously, said bills banning young people from accessing drugs like puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones and transgender surgeries, such as elective double mastectomies, as well as bans against males competing in women's sports are all really challenging to see, she said. She said, I don't see it as a political issue at all. I view this as a health equity issue. It's about fairness and equality and about specifically health equity, which is part of my portfolio. So I don't see any risk in terms of politicization of this issue. Uh, pretty amazing, um, especially when you consider you know, that we're talking about kids as young as three and four years old making this decision. And according to the American College of Pediatricians, which has reported that experts on both sides of the issue pretty much agree, 80 to 95% of children with a diagnosis of gender dysphoria, quote, accepted their biological sex by late adolescence. Up to 95% of them who feel like, you know, they're trapped in a different gender's body, don't feel that way then uh, by the time they've gone through puberty. Uh, and that, that research has been really consistent wow. over the years, too. It's just shown the same thing over Up and over and over again. So, yeah. so you're going to chance a four-year-old or an eight-year-old or a 12-year-old making that decision that affects the rest of their life uh, and and just make that change when all evidence shows that if you just you know, help them through that time period, that they're going to accept their their gender as it is. Yeah, interesting, too, because this is, you'd, you'd think, okay, why is the left doing this? They're doing their typical promotion of LGBTQ issues or whatever. In reality, it's not that simple, because what the research shows over and over and over and over again is that the people you're talking about, the 80 to 95% who decides, you know what, I'm okay being in this type of body, most of them, the vast majority of them, turn out to be gay adults. So they're actually using Mm. the T to crush the G and the the L. Which is a really interesting aspect of this. Yeah. It really is. That's I mean, exactly what they're doing. We, we, there's a poll that came out recently about how many transgendered people there are in the country. And now there's, they, they are claiming now there are more transgendered people in the country than there are lesbians in the country. <laughs> which seems completely wow. against all evidence. Yeah. But that is what they're trying to claim is true as, as far as polling goes at this point. And so it seems as if quite directly in this case. They are encouraging children who would turn out to be gay adults mm-hmm. to transition to another gender, so they are transgendered instead of gay. Which but is, at least they could, I guess, then they're heterosexual, right? <laughs> so okay, <laughs> okay, let me take this out here for a second. So yeah. you are a you're born a boy mm-hmm. again, 
Okay. Yes. Not, now, the whole thing about being born this way is gone. The whole Lady Gaga song is now like a conservative talking point because you can't be born this way if you have to get hormone treatment and surgery, right? Like you're not, right. you weren't born that way, right. right? You have to get all these gender confirmation surgeries to adjust the way you were born because you were not mm-hmm. born the way you were supposed to be born, apparently. So born this way is dead. Take it off the album, ban it. Um, <laughs> make her change the name of the song. If she performs it again, uh, boycott her, okay? Born this way is dead. But if you're born, let's just say, let's, let's use old speak here for just a second. Okay. If you're born a boy mm-hmm. and you later on say, you know what? I'm actually a girl. A girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you have, and then you have the surgery to become a girl. And then you like boys. You are a heterosexual girl. You would think woman. so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a heterosexual mm-hmm. woman mm-hmm. with probably a Y. W O M Y N, but you're 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 a heterosexual woman at that point, right? And the spelling of of woman is really important there. It is, yeah, it really, <laughs> it is. really is. It, it tells you something. It really is confusing, and, and I think the the issue the, the 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 confusing aspect of it is a feature, not a bug. The reason that it's confusing is because you if you're depending on logic and and what people understand to be reality, like I. I Another report I was listening to uh, was talking about the same issue and, and talking about transgender athletes. And they actually said there's no evidence that a boy who says they're a girl and says their identity is a girl and plays in girl sports has any advantage God, that's over just, gr- girls in sports. You're just denying science at that point. You're just denying, denying reality. Reality, common so sense, ridiculous. science, everything. Yeah. We went over these things, uh, these a couple of these examples the other day. How Serena Williams lost to the 204th ranked tennis player in a blowout in in the middle of her prime. Mm -hmm. 204th ranked men's tennis player. Uh, Didn't Venus and Serena play a doubles team and get blown out as well? Yes. That were men. Yeah. Uh, um, They got killed. What was the soccer, the high school soccer Uh, example? The the U.S. women's soccer team, number one in the world, by the way, Mm -hmm. uh, came to Dallas to train. And they played a local Dallas 14 and 15-year-old team. I think they were 13, 14, or 14 and 15, one of the two. Mm-hmm. And lost 5-2, to two, which is a blowout. Blowout in soccer. In soccer it's terms. basically like in football, 800 to nothing. Yeah, That's These a similar score. Teenage boys, uh, like what, maybe 8th grade, ninth grade, maybe freshmen, mm-hmm. uh, blew out the U.S. women's national soccer team. It's just... Uh, it's so far beyond the need for evidence. Everyone just knows it's true. We are so far beyond. Well, it's why there is a WNBA. (laughs) If women could compete with men, would there be a WNBA? No. No. No, there would not. Of course there wouldn't. (laughs) They'd just be part of the NBA. And look, you know, if if this ends and there being no WNBA, at least something good came out of it. (laughs) Because at that point, yeah, a good point. at least yeah. we had something right. that came out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, a friend of mine texted me the other day. He said, I just turned on the women's final four. And the announcer says, UConn, just four of 19 on layups tonight. <laughs> hey, you on layups? On layups. Oh, man. If you're four of 19 on layups. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> I'm not sure what to tell you. I'm not sure what to tell. You. That's not to say that that look. Some of these uh, you know female athletes are amazing. They're doing mm-hmm. incredible things. Certainly things that I couldn't do. It's not to say that women are are worse athletes than all guys. If you have some fat guy like me who's going to come in here and can barely run a hundred yards in 14 seconds and, uh, <laughs> and and probably collapses 75 yards through it, yeah, you're going to be able. Mm-hmm. You know the, the prime. They make these dumb analogies, like it's the old, the old, uh, um, the tennis matchup, the famous one um, uh, back in the day in the seventies, where you had uh, Billie Jean King. King, and you know beating up on like an eighty-year-old guy. <laughs> it was a oh, women can beat men. Look at this eighty-year-old guy play tennis. He can't quite keep up with the world's number one. It's like all right, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, and by the way, Bobby Riggs had beaten. I think Billie yeah. Jean King was number two at the time. Yeah. And he had beaten the world's number one. Mm-hmm. He had beaten Margaret Court just months before that. And there is some speculation that... Uh, the guy was, what, 63? That Riggs literally did not want to win yeah, against Yeah, there was Billie some Jean speculation. Uh, whether it was yeah. true or not, we don't know. But again, it doesn't matter. The, doesn't. Point, the, the point is he was far beyond his prime at the time. Yeah. And a lot of this he seemed to be doing for hype reasons. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, if you, there's been movies made about this now, and that's at least what they indicate. That uh, maybe this was more about hype than it was about a real competition mm-hmm. uh, between the two. But I mean, it's still, it, it's this is something that you don't. There are some claims you don't even need evidence for. Some would call them self-evident. We used to be familiar with this concept. You know, yeah. you can look at every piece of evidence, and everyone knows. Everyone knows men and women are built differently. That's why they break them apart to compete in sports separately. To take a person who is a boy. And then they identify, as Ellen described it famously, uh, gender identity is more like a feeling you have in your head. Well, if the feeling you have in your head changes, that doesn't change the fact that you're a lot faster than the people you're competing against. And is it such a wide, like, they keep coming, they fall back on this. Well, it's not a widespread problem. It's, you know, okay. Do I believe that most boys who, uh, you know, who are trying to compete compete against women right girls uh, are going to transition their gender to win a high school event no it's going to be incredibly rare that anyone would ever do that right that is not what we're talking mm-hmm. about what we're talking about is the fairness of uh, of the competition for the girls the girls are it's unfair to them i'm not talking about the the person who's transgendered here I'm talking about the other people competing, the women. You know the the group that you used to care about. You know, if you're on the left, the group you used to say needed rights, the group you say used to say you actually gave a crap about. Well, mm-hmm. now you're throwing them in the trash. We already discussed this hour how you're throwing gay people in the trash. All of these groups that used to be favored now are in second and third and fourth and fifth place, and they're losing all of these battles to the L's and the G's and the B's and the T's and all the other letters that get thrown in there. Mm-hmm. This is it's not a, it's not a sane way to run a civilization. You have to be able to have a broad agreement on what facts are. And I just I the, this week has been just this eye opening maybe to another degree where this idea that you can just say things you know are not true. And act as if everyone else who doesn't agree with you is insane. God, we see so much of that. So often. 888-727-BECK. 
So last week, Joe Biden and company revealed their $2.25 trillion backdoor tax hike. Uh, I think we're supposed to call it an infrastructure plan. So so Mm. it's not backdoor tax hike. It's an infrastructure plan. But what's a few more trillion dollars among friends, especially? Uh, Do you even have an idea as to what kind of money that looks uh, sounds like? We, We went over this the other day. If you made 10 grand a day for the next 50 years, you'd have almost one fifth of one billion dollars and a trillion of course is a thousand billions but we're printing all that money so it doesn't even count right i mean what could possibly go wrong with this idea Goldline can help you set up a, a guard against this sort of craziness Goldline uh, has graded liberty coin and their special is back with every box of graded liberties purchase this week only you'll receive a free one-tenth of an ounce gold american eagle at no cost Right now, silver is honestly just so hard to get. So Goldline can't give away uh, the silver right now uh, with a qualified purchase, but they're waiting to hear from you. 866-GOLDLINE. Go to goldline.com, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. It's goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. I love the fact that uh, people are now calling Coca-Cola Woca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> so appropriate. Uh, and by the way, uh, Woca-Cola is a Georgia company. <gasps> Why have they not moved out of the state? Yeah. Why is They're that? They're so up in arms over that restrictive, oppressive Jim Crow on steroids voting bill. Why haven't they up and left the state? Or at least announce their plans to do so. Uh, it's interesting. It is interesting. I would also ask why the Atlanta Braves still have a franchise in the major, in major league baseball. That's also interesting. They can move one game out but leave 81 there? Huh. That doesn't make any sense. And why, and I was learning about this on CNN, why are they headquartered in, in Atlanta? Atlanta? That's a very strange. Why would they do that? Why do they support voter suppression? Which, by the way, is violence. Voter suppression Thank you. is violence. Wow, Everything that is so is powerful, Stu. Thank you. You All can't say that things, enough. Thank you. you. Can't Voter say it suppression enough. is violence. Still not enough. All things are <laughs> violence. <laughs> okay, maybe that's enough okay, now. That's maybe perfect, it is. Perfect amount. Yeah. Uh, the hysteria over the, over the Georgia law. Maybe we should go through this. Town Hall fact-checked. The New York Times fact-checked. Okay. And it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, you know, for a... For a law that was Jim Crow on steroids, it certainly opened up a lot of voting opportunities to an awful lot of people. Mm -hmm. And what the New York Times avoids completely and makes no mention of is that some of these changes were changes from just last year and last year only. Yeah. That that they were doing because of the COVID-19 emergency. Right. That's why, for instance, they had a few mobile voting areas, mobile voting booths. Right. You know how many they had? Because they eliminated those. And it's just hampered voting opportunity like crazy. Oh, no. Yeah. These mobile units, they had two. Yeah. So uh, they had two. And we believe about 95% of people who voted voted at those two uh, mobile (laughs) facilities. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 95% of all Georgians voted. Probably not even point ninety five. Probably, probably not. Uh, you know, it, it, oh, it's unbelievable. And and it is, it, the, the truth of the Georgia law is some aspects are slightly mm. more restrictive than the pandemic. 
right? Yeah, than last year. Right. Like, for example, they had voter drop boxes all over the place. And this year... They had 90-some, and now there's, they're down to 23. Right. There's down to 23, and they've moved them into an area where they're not just unattended 24 <laughs> hours a day. Now, I don't know. It's a, to me, that seems like a pretty rational proposal. Mm-hmm. It also, I would say, makes sense in the middle of a pandemic that you might try to figure out ways for people to more easily vote, especially when you don't mm-hmm. know what, it's the, what the situation's going to look like six months in advance. Right. But it also makes sense that you take the good from that proposal and you modify it and 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 make sure that it's sensible leaving drop boxes outside unattended 24 hours a day is not a sensible make, it possible. does not make sense it doesn't make any sense i don't know any state that does that right it's just stupid right i mean it, like we all realize that that's a silly thing that brings up all sorts of risk so you move them inside to a facility it's not, not anyone who wants to vote can vote can we stop acting like people mm-hmm. can't do this this is not a freaking triathlon right. you gotta <laughs> fill out a freaking piece of paperwork and check a couple boxes this is not all that difficult, and if you can't handle it, you shouldn't you're be a voting. moron, and you shouldn't vote anyway. Yeah, thank it's you. not that difficult. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna fake it and act like it's this impossible task. This is the Glenn Beck program. Ugh. Uh, Brian lives in Alabama, and over the past few years, he's been suffering from so much pain. Uh, that it really was debilitating to him. It limited his mobility. He was barely able to get around the house, let alone get out and live his life normally. Like millions of Americans who suffer from pain, Brian was beginning to enter a period of despair. He had tried a couple of different things, but you know, didn't none of them worked. So he decided to just go with Relief Factor. This is kind of the same process Glenn had. He tried a bunch of stuff. None of it worked. And then he kind of eventually tried Relief Factor. Well, why not start there instead? What what did uh, what did Brian have to lose? Well, you know, what, what three week test uh, packet? Uh, in fact, he basically lost about ninety percent of his pain in the first three weeks. He got his life back. So could you. Relief Factor is not a drug, but it was developed by doctors. And seventy percent of people who try it go on to order more. You can order the three-week quick start for only nineteen ninety-five. What do you got to lose? Accept your pain. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. It's relieffactor.com or 800-500-8384 for Relief Factor. And please, by all that is holy, don't forget to use the promo code GLEN for $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. Triple eight. 727-BECK. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn this week. Triple eight. Uh, again, 727-BECK. Uh, all right. So the transgender situation, we completely misunderstood it, obviously. You're, you're reading now, uh, Stu, that um, that it's, it's simply something that we needn't worry about. Yes, not a big issue. There's no evidence that shows that uh, tran- a, a boy who's competing as a woman or a girl is going to do any better do than any better there's no evidence of that none <laughs> and nobody's ever lost a scholarship to it no that's what they're saying now it's there's no again like whether it's a big issue or not I, I, look i know a lot I mean, of, does it happen every day probably not no no, oh, no yeah. it doesn't you grew up in high school with with all your friends like i i would say the percentage of them that are going to 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 choose to transition their gender mm-hmm. uh, to play women's sports is very low. I don't think people would prioritize sports that high. Again, it's not about that. It's about fairness to the f- women who do have to compete against the one person who does decide to do it. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not right. And we all know it's not right. 
we all know it's not fair. And we all sit here and we have to sit here and act as if it's supposed to be denied. This reality is denied. And all of a sudden, what they're also denying is that there's any problem with allowing a four-year-old or a child, a child of, you know, who knows, anywhere up to 16 years old, to go ahead and decide they want to change their gender. Yeah. Somehow that's a bad thing now. It's interesting, too, that we lose track a lot of times about uh, of how quickly this stuff happens the democrats were not outwardly on board with child gender uh transitions very recently i mean it's not it, this is you don't have to go back 30 years we can all go back to barack obama and say remember barack obama was against gay marriage yeah <laughs> yes as one president ago for the democrats <laughs> He was against gay marriage, at least outwardly, when he got into office, as was Biden. While he ran for office the first time, he was against it. Yep. And then Joe Biden famously mistakenly outed him as (laughs) as supporting it. And he goes like, oh, yeah, now I support it. Uh, It was, I think it was true that he did support it that whole time. And this is probably true that they supported gender transitions at four years old the whole time, too. But this is new that they're admitting it. I mean, Joe Biden said just the other day. Uh, if you are an eight or ten year old child and you want to uh, transition your gender, they, that's cool. Go for it. There should be. I mean, he the, he said there should be no discrimination. Now, of course, there shouldn't be discrimination. There shouldn't be hate towards someone uh, who's who's you know, treat everybody equally and fairly. Of course, of course. But that is different. What he's talking about when he's talking about discrimination is you're not giving them the right health care. Which we define as gender transition surgeries or gender confirming surgeries, as we've learned today. This is a bizarre, a bizarre thing to go. And just the truth is is no longer near nearby. It's just we're not attached to it anymore. Shannon Sharp, wasn't he ranting about the Georgia law? Is that what he was ranting about? Yes. Uh, One of the things. It's fascinating to hear these guys talk because they don't. There's no connection to what is actually going on in the world. Yeah. Listen to this. It's on. What do they call it? Undisputed? Undisputed, I think, between Shannon Sharp and Skip, what's his face? Bayless. Uh, here's what he had to say. I like to move by MLB. I like to take a stand and skip. At some point in time, you're going to have to put action to your words. You say you're about inclusion. You say you're about uh, doing the right thing. At some point in time, you have to put those actions into words. I mean, put those words into action. Yep. And that's what they're doing, Skip. Now, you're going to be relegated to where you can take this game to. Because there's a lot of other states that's doing the exact same thing as Georgia, Texas, Florida. So those you, Florida, you're off the list. Texas, you're off the list. There are a lot of states that are doing the exact same thing that Georgia is that Georgia did. Mm-hmm. Now, Skip, what I don't understand, and this is what's confusing with me. Mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham was on the under ticket for President Trump. President Trump lost the election because of fraud, but they won the election. They won their Senate races. It was fair and square. What is I'm this? confused, Skip. How does that work? Well, the top guy you lost, but my election was fair and square, so let's do something about it. Now, in 2016, we know for a fact Russia tried to interfere. Mitch McConnell would do nothing. He wouldn't even bring it to the floor. Mm-hmm. Now, you want to put these right because what they see, Skip, there's a, change, there's a changing of the guard. More people are becoming of age to vote, and they're minorities. And they're voting. So instead of changing your messaging they're and trying to reach out to a new base, what do you do? Yeah. We're going to try to restrict so you can. Yeah, that's what you it do. shouldn't be harder what to vote than to get a gun. Now, it's what's not, wrong with that it, picture, it Skip? You notice that? Just granted it's granted it harder wish, to put you to vote than to get that gun. <laughs> granted no, we don't want to do nothing with the gun. No, I want my Second Amendment. <laughs> what is more democratic than the right to vote? 
the now, Second Amendment. People look at us because you go around the, the world and say, "Oh, we want fair elections." And when 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 dictators and they try to put a stranglehold on the the right. process of sure. democracy, uh, oh yeah, you all up in arms. You go in there and you do this and you do that. Uh-huh. But right here in America, the same thing is happening. Uh-huh. They're trying to same take thing. us back. Same exact. As thing. soon as we get one step, just a little bit of say so, it bothered them, Skip. That Georgia went red. You better we got believe two, it. We got two. We got two senators. Got the first black senator in Georgia history. <laughs> Raphael Warnock. This is an incredible collection uh, of oh, idiots. Uh, so uh, so uh, so bad. Ossoff. That bothered him, Skip. That bothered him. Bothered him. What a, so what a... they're trying to do something about it now by by restricting minorities' rights to vote. <laughs> That's what they're doing. You get a sense watching these shows that these guys believe uh, so they have stupid. to say a certain amount of words per minute whether they are going anywhere or not. <laughs> yes. Like I don't think he. Yes. I, there's never a point in that ra- in that rant where I think he knew where he was going. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> or never, knew what he was talking about. Certainly not what I he mean, was talking the, about. The examples he uses about Republicans who won on the down ticket. Uh, when we're cl- when they're claiming that apparently Trump was defrauded out of the election, mm. he won those states. Uh, <laughs> Lindsey Graham in South Carolina, I believe Trump won that. Mitch McConnell in Kentucky, Trump won that. So those are not the states that are but in like, question here for fraud. You can tell he's seen <sighs> a blog or yes. something where like he, he yes. like he's somewhat kind of near a, some a rational point. trying to get to a point. Right, like, he knows there is a point. He just doesn't know how to make it. Like there was a point, and it was a criticism of Marjorie Taylor Greene, where they, they she was talking about the fraud, mm-hmm. and she's in Georgia. And she won her election in Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. So you could say, well, wait a minute. Was it fraudulent when you won? Right. right. This, you're talking yes. about the same elections, not statewide, but partially. And so, like, there's at least a a point there somewhere. Mm-hmm. But he's all he has mm-hmm. no idea what it is because he probably read it in a tweet once. And now it's his most heartfelt opinion. Yes. Like the whole That's buying a gun so is easier than voting is so stupid. Quite honestly, the dumbest point. Uh, I've ever heard in my life. It is you do not need a background check to buy or to to vote in this country. They just let all the idiots do it. Right. Uh, it, it, that is the that's just the way it happens. Now, you know, well, you don't need a background check in 0.1% of gun sales. Oh, great, great, great point. <laughs> I know that's a it's a heart. Now, none of these murders seem to happen with those guns, but that, that's still that's that's we'll, we'll we'll ignore that for now. It's not easier to get a gun than it is to vote. It is incredibly easy to vote. If you can't figure out how to vote, Should you're, a you're a moron. You're a moron. You're a moron. Or you know, I, I can't think of exactly what the... There's probably an exception to that. Could be could be an exception to that. But generally speaking, you're a moron. It's it's a very basic function of of living in this country. The same way you can go and get a driver's license. Sometimes these things can be a little bit of a pain. Any function with the government is a little bit of a pain. But really, voting is a pretty easy one. I mean, it's they have all sorts of different ways to make it happen, even to the point if you don't follow the law at all, you can still cast a provisional ballot that will count if you do f- follow the law. So there's so many different ways to to get you to vote including the fact that they've created in many states actual classes of id just for people who don't have driver's license so that they can identify themselves and those are often and usually free so all of these things are just you know just it's like summarizing you know uh, some left-wing collection of twitter accounts 
and just saying them in the order they came in in your Twitter feed. They're not necessarily related to each other. They're kind of like not necessarily on the same topics. They're bouncing all over the place. You, you saw, you know, Mitch McConnell's name in one tweet, but it was actually about something else. You threw him in the wrong story. It's just like it's all over the place. And it's embarrassing. But you get the sense, especially when you watch sports guys try to talk about news. It, there's just this like I need to be passionate because this is supposed to be important. I right. need to say a million a, a million words today, and I need to figure out some sort of collection of viewpoints that will I can so I can scream for as long as I'm supposed to to get paid. It's like these are just asinine viewpoints, and uh, and of course you're not allowed to disagree with them because that means you don't like African Americans or you don't want people to vote or you don't like women or you don't like LGBTQs or whatever. Like, it's just this, these, it's just so stupid. This is why they shouldn't be doing this on these sports networks. And, not and that's because, why we begged you not to. Because it just turns us off because you don't know what you're talking uh, about. It's so, it hurts. It's it like does, listening to Glenn painful. talk about sports. It, yes. It just hurts. Yes. It hurts your soul. <laughs> yes. Like, Glenn's like, oh, well, I don't know why I didn't get that touchdown bat. Uh, well, I, Glenn, there's no touchdown bat. I don't know how to... How to explain that? But that's yeah. a, that was the equivalent of a touchdown bat monologue. Yeah, it was just a collection of dumb. But he thought it was genius. He, he really thought did. He was, he was really onto something. And I've just I've changed everybody's <laughs> point of view here. I've yeah. just nailed it. These are not good points. And it's interesting because when you see it, uh, when you see the segment, and you watch Skip Bayless's response he is so uncomfortable with what's <laughs> happening there it's like please i'd rather be anywhere on this planet but here but Though right I don't here get, right now i mean skip bayless is no no he's conservative not. no of course uh, not but he was just i think he was very uncomfortable because i don't think he was making sense to even skip bayless yeah and you got a sympathetic ear across the table from you there yeah it's just painful and that's why at one point anyway and this isn't espn i think it's fox sports isn't it that they're on? I, I don't think they're on ESPN. Oh, but yeah, whatever. The, the head of ESPN at one point last year mandated that they stop talking about politics because they understood it was hurting them so badly. The points of view that were being spewed on ESPN about the political issues were so bad that they were turning people off and they're losing the ratings. And he's like, stop talking about it. And so that worked up until... A certain point. Um, yeah, it does seem like I think they've moved off of that. There was a time where that's all, it was, all that they was were talking about. Television was all they were talking about. Was yeah. like it's like I, I understand that the, some of those issues intersect with with sports. You know, I mean, obviously the Major League Baseball thing is a big yeah, the deal. All-Star the All Star game, the All Star game. Like they're going to talk yeah. about it. I mean, I, I don't begrudge them that. I just wish I wish there was a little bit more, a little, little bit more effort put in. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, people keep talking about this law as if it's Jim Crow on steroids. Mm. It's so insulting to anyone who went through that period. It is not. It's nothing to do with that. It's it's it is in the middle of the, Georgia seems to be honestly in the middle of the pack when the states when it comes to voting access, not at the bottom, not at the top. Seem to be kind of in the middle of the pack, really an unremarkable state when it comes to voting access. And really. And, they, and this is expanding access to people. No matter what state you're in, all 50 states. It is not brain it's not surgery. It's not hard. Stop it, acting like it's hard. It is. You're not doing construction work. You're not lifting steel girders in order to get to your ballot box. No. It's not that hard. It's not hard. It, it should require a little bit of effort because that at least shows that you understand it's an important process. But you're not. they're not even willing to do any kind of effort. That's why they, they want you to just have these uh, ballots mailed to you so that you can mindlessly... Or they can mindlessly fill it out for you. 
there's a lot of ballot harvesting that's going on with just mailing out to every single voter in the state uh, an absentee ballot. Shouldn't be doing that. Uh, but according to them, uh, that's mandatory now. 888-727-BECK. More Pat and Stu for Glenn coming up in just a sec. So Dr. Fauci was asked about the situation in Texas. Hey, they removed all the restrictions, but they're doing really well. The trending down in hospitalizations and infections and deaths. What's going on there? You mentioned Texas and that full ballpark in Arlington yesterday. There was a lot of concern last month when Texas effectively opened up, mm-hmm. dropped all those restrictions and said it's back to life. And if you go to Texas, as you know, it looks like 2019. The restaurants and the bars are full and open. The ballparks are full. And Although a lot of people still wearing masks. I didn't see that much in 2019. Yet, we've seen cases and hospitalizations since then continue to tick downward. So right. what do you make of that as all of us look around and sort of try to consider how safe it is to get back to normal life? Yeah, how do you scare Americans? Yeah, you know, it's, it can be confusing because sure. you may see sure. a lag oh, a and lag. a delay because oh. often you have to mm-hmm. wait a few weeks before see. you see the effect of what you're doing right now. Okay, so the catastrophe is coming. You know, there, there are a lot of things uh-huh. that go into that. I mean, when you say Jeez. that they've they've had a lot of uh, activity on the outside, like ball games, mm-hmm. I'm not really quite sure. It could be they're doing things outdoors. You know, it's very difficult to just what one-on-one compare that. You just have to see in the long range. I hope they continue to tick down. If they do, that would be great. But there's always the concern when you pull back on methods, particularly things like indoor dining and bars that are crowded, you can see a delay and then all of a sudden tick right back up. We've been fooled before Mm. by situations where people begin to open up, nothing happens, and then all of a sudden, several weeks later, things start exploding on you so we got to be careful we don't prematurely judge that okay that's great so what he's essentially saying is is it possible that they're just doing well now Uh, maybe but on the other hand the catastrophe could still be coming for texas interesting to see uh what happens in the next few weeks here uh as things do in fact get back to normal but really there's still a lot of mask wearing it doesn't look anything like 2019 yet uh, all right we will see you again tomorrow here on the glenn beck program